What is going on, Flagrant family? Thank you for tuning in to another week of the Flagrant Five. We got a lot of news to dive into, a lot of juicy stuff's been happening the past two weeks. Got a nice medium rare steak. So let's have Ed cut into it within the loop. All right, David, thank you so much. We got a, we got a good bit of news to get into the, uh, today. The biggest news is the All-Star Reserves got announced, and there's a lot of contra- controversy around them. It's pretty exciting. We all knew what was going to happen with the starters. No, we had no big issues with the starters, right, guys? Nah, not of now, we're going to go over the reserves. Um, I'll list them out before uh, we get into them. So, in the West, we have Anthony Davis, but he's been replaced by Devin Booker. We have Paul George. Gobert, Lillard, Mitchell, Paul, and uh, Zion. In the East, we have Brown, Harden, Levine, Randall, Simmons, Tatum, and Vooch. Now, first off, everyone around the room, does anyone have a problem with the list? One problem, Chris Paul. I think he didn't deserve it over Booker. I mean, Booker did make it, but he shouldn't have been an injury replacement in the first place. Like, if AD was healthy, it would not have went to Devin Booker. I mean, I think Chris Paul is a great player. I don't think he deserved it over a player like you know, Devin Booker, even Brandon Ingram. He's been playing amazing, too. Yeah, I agree with him. I do think that CP3 shouldn't have made it over. Uh, Devin Booker. Sorry, I forgot his name for a second. But, yeah, I do think he shouldn't have made it over Devin Booker. But I'm glad to see him in the game, at least. Yeah, I, I noticed one name not being in there. And his name's DeMontis Sabonis. And I saw this stat earlier where it says DeMontis Sabonis is the only player in NBA history to average 20 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists and not make an all-star team. Really? To me, that, that's, that's, that's pretty crazy. I don't know who he would replace in the East. Random. Um, they consider um, That's debatable. Uh, I think Randall would be replaced, but, I mean, it's either or. It, yeah, like it's just, just tough. I just, I definitely feel like he deserves a spot. I feel like just for this year, because I really think Jason Tatum made it this year based on his name, because he's been out for quite a while with a lot of COVID, and he still That's got in. Though. Granted, he's been playing well the past like week or two, but to be gone that much and still make it when DeMontis Sabonis has been healthy the entire time and producing how he's always been producing on some really solid numbers and some really solid, like, deep statistics and he doesn't make it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I personally totally agree with David. Let me start with my East. Um, I think I would swap two players and they're the exact players evident date or no, actually they're not, but Tatum, I would, I would swap out, I think for Trey young and Vooch, I would sw- swap out for Sabonis. What do you guys think about that? Vooch. I, I don't know, because Vucevic has been insane. Vucevic has been out of his mind lately. I might put Trey Young in it. I don't know. It's just crazy that Trey Young went from a starter to not even being in the All-Star game. Isn't he averaging like 27 and 8? He's going crazy. It's not very efficient, but my thing is like, all right, Atlanta and Orlando are one game apart. I hate to be this guy, but like Trey Young fits an all-star game way more than Vooch does. But on the other hand, Vooch is carrying a crippled Orlando team, but he's not carrying them anywhere. But Hanuk and David, what do you guys think? Young or Vooch? I'm taking, well, for the sake of the all-star game, I'm taking Young. But in general, if I was building a team, I'm taking Vooch 29 out of 29 times. Yeah. Interesting. 
Very interesting. It's really tough because Trey Young's in a case where he's performing like he did last season, a little bit more inconsistent. Obviously, his average has dipped, but there's more people who are now in contention or more deserving of an all-star role because the East was good. Just face it, the East has always been butt cheeks. It's, there's no doubt about it. But now you have people coming out the woodworks like Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, Vooch is playing out of his mind. So it's kind of hard to disperse all of that acknowledgement when you have all these people playing out of their minds. And I feel like Trey Young was just the odd man out of the rotation this year. Yeah, the amount of talent that's in this league this year is insane. Like, looking at all the players, like, most players, some players, like, averaging 20, and it feels like it's not. Like, if a couple years back, if they were averaging 20, like, like the year Derrick Rose won MVP, he averaged 25, 7, and 8. Nowadays, it's barely even an all-star. Like, looking back at it, it's insane. I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you a name of someone who's averaging 20 points per game this season that I – I'm willing to bet most of you don't. You didn't know this. Malik Beasley on He's the Timberwolves is averaging 20, 20 points a game this season. Oh, my fantasy team. I yeah, only I know that from fantasy, so. Yeah. I saw a very interesting video that delved into the statistics as to why that's happening. And just it's more than just, like, possessions and, like, how offensive revolutionized, although that's a good part of it. But, like, seeing how many 130-point games there's been, I think – we're projected to have 140, 130 point games this year. And 10 years ago, there was like 20. It's that scoring boom. It's just ridiculous to think about. I do want to say this as well. I know you guys mentioned Trey Young being a snub. And you guys know it's obviously just, there's a fan vote and there's a coach's vote as well. I've heard this thing recently where coaches do not like Trey Young, especially the way he plays. Apparently, people are calling him the new James Harden with the amount of free throws he's been drawing, the way he's drawing these fouls. So, I mean, coaches apparently do not like him one bit. I think Steve Nash, is one of the, uh, he's saying, he said, like, I hate Trey Young's game. It's disgusting to watch. It's just annoying to watch, but, like, again, it's basketball, and he's doing like, – he's a smart player. To, he's it's drawing. a smart move. Like, James Harden, I mean, I don't like how he plays this game, but it's smart. It gets him buckets, and, you know, he wins game because of it. And I feel like you can't hate on Trey Young for doing the same thing. It's smart. He's taking advantage yeah. of his size. He's small. Right. I was about to say, he kind of has to play like that. It's not like he's, like, 6'8 and just, like, flopping all over the place. He's a tiny dude for NBA standards. He's not even flopping. Like, some of these are legit, like, just smart moves. Like, if it was flopping, I'd have way more of a problem, bro. A lot of these things, he's just not straight flopping. He's just he's drawing fouling. Yeah. Based off of what he looks like, I feel like Coach is just frustrated because he's extorting the game as a skill, which is why people, a lot of people hated James Harden's game. But Trey Young, he needs to do – he's 6'1", like 180. You know what's kind of funny, though? <laughs> super critical about that. He has James Harden on his team, Steve Nash, and uh... – Look who's talking. Yeah, but Harden's on a whole nother level, to be to be fair. I mean, yeah, he's like, on a whole level of that. But, I mean, with the amount of free throws he draws, can you say he's, like, on the same level as Trey Young? Probably even more, the way he draws these fouls. That is true. He, he averages insane amount of attempts. I know Trey Young's averaging, I think, I want to say 10 free throws a game this year. He's making 9 out of 10. <clears throat> I think Harden's still leading the league. I think he's at, like, 13 or something along there. He's still crazy. I think he's leading the league. It might be Trey Young. I'm not sure, but I know James Harden is definitely up there as well again. Um, back to the East All-Star. First of all, I want to say this. I've been watching, like, hella videos about covering the reserves who got snubbed. It is a pet peeve of mine. I hate when someone says 
someone gets snubbed, but they don't say who they would replace. You guys know what I'm talking about? I agree 100%. Yeah. I agree. That is so annoying. I hate that shit. But anyways, um, there's always going to be snubs. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm about to say two names. I can't think of who they would replace, but Bam and Jimmy, the two Heat, especially Bam. Uh, I really thought he was going to make it, but I mean, maybe over Vooch, like I said, but I, I have young over both of them, so I don't know. Not enough mouths to feed with that all-star team. There's only 12 spots mm-hmm. in comparison to the 15 per team, and the league's booming in terms of production. That You can't satisfy everybody. Okay, before move on to the West, does anyone have a problem with Brown, Harden, Levine, Randall, or Simmons making the team? I think it's a strange coming for me. I think Ben really didn't deserve it all too much. I mean, he's been playing great. Don't get me wrong, he's been playing great. But like you said, <laughs> over like Trey Young, over player like Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler's like the only case where he's like, you know, he was gone for like two, three weeks <laughs> due to COVID. But That's I mean, you were best team in the East. So, Mo, am I hearing things? Most slandering Simmons for the first time. I'm not slandering him. I'm just saying. That, you know, am I hearing a Sixers fan saying Simmons doesn't deserve it? Or I'm, not saying deserve it. I'm saying there could have been players that deserve it just as much as he did. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. Even like even his teammate, I think Tobias Harris deserved a nod as well. He was actually really, really good this season. All turning a new leaf. I like it. Okay. You know, I'm still like, shouting out my other Sixers here and Tobias Harris. So come on. Yeah, to be fair. Anyway. I mean, but like. <laughs> Um, I heard David's opinion on this. I forgot if I heard the rest. What about Tatum? I don't think he should have made it, but what do you guys think? Tatum, I mean, I agree completely with David. I mean, he did miss a lot of games due to COVID and some injuries, but the way he's been playing, you just can't deny that. And like David said, he's a big name, and I feel like a big name is always going to make it over a player that's been doing good and under the radar. Oh, man. I think Colin Sexton deserves a spot over Tatum. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Colin Sexton's literally dog water. Jesus. About all that? I'm I'm dog water. I will take him over Ben Simmons. I can't even lie. I'm taking Ben Simmons. Yeah, I'm taking Ben Simmons every day, bro. <laughs> no, nah, I was just trying to see what Mo would say. Nah, I know you were kidding. We're trolling. So I'm just going to let it slide. Whatever. Will I take over Ben Simmons, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Now you're, you're, you're on some nice little ganja, bro. I know you're not. <laughs> you're a Michael Porter Jr. supporter. Die hard number one. I mean, fan. He's, he's going to be a starter next year, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. He doesn't have another back surgery. Oh. Damn. Oh. Ooh. Have Jeremy yes. Grant hit, get another shot hit over him to get out of the playoffs. Good. Okay. Um, we'll choke the nice season. <laughs> I mean, I'm super happy to see Levine on. I'm sure people are happy to see Randall and Brown. But anything else on the East, boys? Cover it all. The West, first of all, is Mike Conley the best player ever to not make it all sexy? He's definitely up there. He's got to be. He's got to be up there, 100%. This was, like, so consistent. Yeah. He's debatably the best player in Memphis history, and he's never made an all-star team. This was his year outside of the power and mark there. I'm, I'm saying debatably. You can make a case. There is this one dude. I'm not a dual roof. <coughs> what? Abdul Rauf. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. J- 
Jason Williams. I don't know how to pronounce this first name. Mike Bishop. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's. Can we all agree though? I think Ja has probably the most potential to be that number one player right now. If he learns how to land properly. Yeah, dude, his lands scare me. They're very it's scary. Like Derrick Rose. That yeah. that's all. I get I get flashbacks in that, and I don't want to become a too big of a fan of Ja. And if something happens, it's gonna be heartbreak again. Yeah, it's like Vietnam flashbacks whenever I see him drive to the hoop. Fucking scary, dude. Those athletic players. Shout out to Triple J. But um, anyways, so like you guys said, Devin Booker, he got in. I know AD. <clears throat> I know there's a lot of problems originally, but would you guys? All right, considering that uh, Booker is now in the All Star, would you guys keep Chris Paul? Mm, still no. Don't know. Who I would think you I replace? Who would you replace him with? Ingram. I don't think so. I feel like Ingram's so much more debatable, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, the Suns have one of the best records in the NBA right now. They've been playing really well. Chris Paul's a big part of that, but <coughs> I think Ingram is just a player that you can't deny deserves it just as much as Chris Paul. I'm not saying he should definitely be replaced, but it's a thing you can think about. Uh, I'm on the same wavelength with Mo. Really? I, I think I think you leave Chris Paul in because he, he – the Suns were – are minus the bubble – he finally got them into playoff contention. They're a real legit team now. He le- he leads the Suns in every stat except for scoring, I believe. And um, with- oh yeah, probably. But without that team, or without Chris Paul, that team's pretty much nothing. The well, same with 100%. Ingram, but I think it's because of the record. Yeah. You know what I'm- yeah. So. I agree with Mo and Dave. That's not really I can add to. No, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna agree with that. I think I'm gonna keep Chris Paul in. It's just hard because Chris Paul's such an all-star like legend, so it's, it's hard to leave him out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, another name I want to throw out there is <clears throat> Rosen. He has been playing really well this year. I think the time off really hurt him. Yeah. It did. It did definitely. A lot of postponed games. A lot of COVID going on in San Antonio. Because <laughs> the Spurs were looking nice. They've been looking really good. Demar really stepped up his game. He changed his game completely. He's more of a playmaker now. Something really awesome to see. Right. Okay. Um, my favorite players, and like just seeing them get traded from the Raptors after they said they wouldn't trade them, like that was heartbreaking. Granted, they got a chip out of it, but still, Max. it's worth it, sadly. But um, let's see. Uh, any problems with George, the two Jazzes, Zion, or Dame? Any problems? I don't personally. Not at all. There, man. I don't know. It's just so because I feel like Gobert deserves it with how he's been playing, but not <clears> to watch him alter people's shots for twenty-four minutes. Did you guys? Did you guys see him get dropped by LeBron tonight? No, he got dropped, but he missed the shot, so it doesn't count. Oh, yeah, LeBron, LeBron made him. LeBron made him fall, and then he missed the shot. Yeah, you see how big that dude's shoes are? He's basically walking in canoes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, Dave, you you would. I'm not, like, would you take Rudy off for someone else? Or are you just saying, like, you don't like watching him? It's like, I don't know, because Rudy Gobert definitely deserves it. I feel like he should be in there. It's just his game is so – it's like Tim Duncan. His game is not entertaining to watch. But it's so fundam- fundamental and, like, perfect <coughs> that it, it deserves to be in there. I do want to say this. If Cat didn't get COVID, would you guys put, take Cat over Gobert in the All-Star game? If you didn't get COVID, Cat would have been a lock, right? It, it depends what the Wolves' record's looking like. I don't think the record matters that much, man. Record yeah, record really does not mean much for All-Star games. Yeah, I mean, especially I if you see how well, like, Cat. Or Beal. 
Yeah. Yeah. The narrative for Devin Booker was always oh, not winning. Now he's winning and he doesn't get in like record. No, I was literally about to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, so I think Cat, I would take Cat over Gobert. I might take Cat, but I do not think he would get voted in over yeah. Gobert. You guys know what I'm saying? He would because yeah. the mass is just some mass media. Wait, do you, think, has, do you think he's not going to be voted in by the fans or by the coaches? Uh, coaches. But I feel like Gobert would still get hella votes because of how good the Jazz are. Yeah, that's fair. And Minnesota's fucking awful. Aren't they the worst team in the league right now? I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I think they are. Last time I checked, they were six and twenty-one. That's kind of sad. Last time I checked, they were six and twenty-one. The Magic's are the Magic is a team that's sad that they're worse than the Magic. They're shooting. They're shooting Anthony Edwards' typical night. It's tough. All right. Um. Some people in the West that didn't make it, not saying they should have, but uh, SGA, Fox, Ingram, uh, Conley. I think those are like the four off the top of my head. Am I missing anyone? I thought of one in the East, Clint Capella. Oh, Capella and Middleton, too. No, Middle, I'd say Middleton more. Middleton, so. you not know about Capella. Middleton's been playing cracked out of his mind <clears throat> this season. Recently, he's, he's COVID, not so much anymore, but I think there was some. Appreciation there. Yeah. Thank you, Ed, by the way, for Middleton. You're getting rid of taking Middleton off my hands. I do want to give a little shout out to SGA. He did just drop a career high tonight of 42. And of course, it's against me in fantasy. So, you know, shout out SGA. And the, uh, Dort hit that uh, buzzer beater. Winner. Hit a buzzer beater today. Mo's a happy man, I'm sure. I'm a very I'm happy man. What was SGA stat line? 42, 8, and 4? He was very close to a double-double. I think he had more assists than that, I believe. I'm not sure. That's insane. I thought he had more than that. Pretty sure it was 42, 8, and 4. I, I was looking at our matchup. But I definitely yeah. like FGA a lot. One yeah, of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, the made. Jeez. If SGA played more games, I think he'd be a for sure lock for a normal. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing with injuries he had to deal with. Agreed. Okay, I, I just thought of something next episode. I don't think we're going to have time today, but we should, if it, they're not announced, we should make our uh, dream, like, uh, event list. Yes, yeah, so it's like dunk contest, skills challenge, three point. Oh, I like I'm that. Down. We should down. do that. All right, but down. wait, one last thing on the All-Stars. Are there, Who are the coaches, the teams? I have no one idea. The Doc Rivers and Quinn Snyder. Yeah. Did that get announced? Well, it's just the... Coaches of the two best teams. In each yeah, that's really what it is. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's a, that, that's everything on the All Star Reserves, boys. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this debate. I'm gonna have Mo and Hanuk break down what is about to go down. So take it away, boys. All right. Hanuk, so, you want to go first or should I? You can go first. All right. I'll say less. Obviously, this is the MVP debate. You guys know who I'm rooting for. My boy Nicholas. Just kidding. Psych. It's Joel Embiid. Of course, he's the MVP. I mean, when you're shooting 53% from the field goal, 40% from three, taking three a game, and you're getting 11 rebounds, 29 points a game, three assists, a steal and a half, and a, and a block and a half as well. That's wild. That's kind of D-point numbers. That's my MVP. And I want to say this one crazy stat line I saw. He's taking just as many mid-range shots as Kevin Durant, and he's shooting them more efficiently than Kevin Durant. That's wild. Sure. I didn't know that. And one more thing I want to say, the Sixers are buns without him. They're buns. 
they're one and five without Embiid, which is awful, awful. They need Embiid, and that's what the most valuable player is. I mean, you got to be the most valuable to your team. It don't matter if you're putting up 40 a night and still losing. If you're valuable to your team and you're getting them wins and you're first in the conference, that's what gets you MVP. All right. You need to finish? I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Go. All right. So you said Embiid's averaging 29, 11, and 3. is averaging 27, 11, and 8. He's averaging – he's sixth in the lead in assists. And he's shooting more efficiently from three, and he's shooting better in the field, and he has a higher yeah, key than Embiid. All how, those things. How? What's his uh, shooting percentage? Embiid, <laughs> um, Nikola shooting fifty-six percent from field goal range, forty point okay, percent from three. From three. <laughs> no, oh, all oh, forty. It's Embiid the same. One. Embiid, no, Embiid shoots forty point three. Oh, Anyways, wow. Anyways, Embiid has a difference, and. And BG, anyways, three percent of shown yeah. past years in the past, as such as Russell Westbrook and other teams that have not had the, like other players that have had insane seasons have not won. If that every there's been players that have their team has been six seed and won MVP, such as Russell Westbrook, he had a triple double season and he won MVP with that year. Mm. Also, he's the reason why Nikola's team, we haven't seen how Nikola's team's performed, because he hasn't missed a game. Then Embiid has missed six games this season already. Embiid, um, Nikola has played every okay, game. Hold on. I'm sorry, but, like, why does him missing no games? No, I'm just saying, I'm saying, because exactly you're, like, we're saying how the Sixers are bad without him. But yeah, like, but then the Nuggets are bad argument on the Nuggets because Nikola has played every game. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> And I was like, I was saying, <laughs> oh god, okay. Anyways. I got two things to ask you, man. Like this, okay. After that's done, the reason why you guys are first, a, you guys have a way easier schedule. B, okay, interesting. You guys are twenty-one and eleven in the in the West. That's like fifth place. You would not be. It would be a way closer discussion. You wouldn't be able to use that stats records if they were in the West. If, yeah. the, if okay. the Nuggets were in the East, they would be third. Okay, that, that, that's fair too. But I want to say this about the easier schedule. I actually have the schedule here for the Nets. Oh, for the Nuggets. I'm sorry. They lost to the Celtics. Uh, they lost to the Wizards. They beat the Cavs. They lost to the Hawks. Uh, they beat the Blazers. They beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis. They beat the Thunder and they beat the Cavs. Does that sound like a easy or hard schedule to me? That, that's the Nuggets schedule. Very right. easy. The only hard game you could really say was the Celtics. Yeah. They did lose to. And the Lakers, I mean, but they didn't have Anthony Davis. That's really good. The, all right. We can talk about easy schedules, but you also – you got to keep in mind, you guys played the Hawks, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Celtics, the Pistons back-to-back. Back. You guys got 15 balled by the Celtics. I mean, by the Pistons. All right, and you guys lost to the Wizards and the Hawks. Fair. You guys got 15 – you guys almost got damn near 20 balled by the Blazers, who has no defense. Y'all lost the Blazers too? What do you mean? Fair. But we didn't get 20 <laughs> It don't okay. matter. A loss is a loss, no matter what. And fair, fair. W- one thing you said just didn't make sense to me. You said Jokic missed zero games and MB's missed five. But doesn't that mean the Nets, the Nuggets have a better record because they have their star player? Shouldn't he be the most valuable? Shouldn't If you miss zero games, shouldn't the Nuggets have way more wins than the Sixers? Even if the Nuggets were in the East. Guess what? Jokic is still healthy. Shouldn't they have a better record? That's my point. And B, even when he's when he's gone, their team is buns. One's at one and five. They have Simmons. 
Well, Dave Simmons is their main scorer. That's why. What'd you say? Dave Simmons is one of their main scorers. That's why. Okay. The man who hates Ben Simmons is saying this, <laughs> by the way. And again, I, I, I was going to say this as well. Jamal Murray's been popping off as of late. And if I'm going to say this, the past week or so, I think Jamal's been carrying that team just as much as Jokic. Just as much as Jokic. From the beginning of the season, I think Jokic is definitely the big carry. You know, Jamal had a rough start from that bubble. Jamal compared to now. Bubble Jamal seems to be back. And I think I'm that's just, why the Nuggets are winning. And that's why they're actually that good of a record. All due respect, that's just cap. Anyways, um, I was you saying, I just don't think, yep, Jokic has been putting up triple-double games consistently for like the last month, like the whole season. He's been putting them near triple-double. What center is putting up 27, 11, and 8 besides from Nikola? Embiid? No, because he doesn't know how to pass the ball. And he has a better team than the Nuggets. Put, put uh, Nikola on the 76ers instead of MB, they're going right now. They'd be 26 and like five. That's like four more wins. But another thing that doesn't make sense to me. And you did mention that Russell Westbrook was the only MVP to win and have a triple double, right? But the only reason he won in my eyes being the sixth seed is because no one has seen a triple double being average before Oscar Robertson. And that was decades ago, decades, dog. It's been like what three, four years since Westbrook won. This is nothing new to us. We see triple doubles every day. Bums drop triple doubles. Freaking Jeremy Grant drop. He's not a bum, but Jeremy Grant drop one. You'll see a bench warmer drop one sometimes. Like triple doubles, doubles aren't like super rare anymore. You'll see him. That's, that's fair. But if the triple doubles are super rare, why isn't Embiid getting them? Because he doesn't need to. He's got Ben Simmons passing the ball. He's got Tobias Harris passing the ball. He's getting. He's still getting three assists a game. But if you have a player like Ben Simmons, who's a playmaker at heart, Who's a playmaker on the Nuggets? You tell me that. Nikola. He does everything. That's the point. Another playmaker. I'm saying another one. Okay. Nikola take Nikola off. Take the Nikola off the Nuggets and they're a lottery team. I don't know about lottery team, but they're they're, they're 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 borderline. They're like I can say that about the Sixers. They'd probably be a fringe playoff team, maybe like an eight seed at max. See the difference. You're the saying Nuggets would have won more. The Nuggets would have won more than 30 games, but yet the 76 would be fighting for a playoff spot. Okay, but you're just saying they're not they're gonna be a lottery team. That doesn't make it's true though. All right, All right, right. Have instead of Anyways, I'm done with my case. I feel like uh <coughs> a lot on there, so are, are you yeah. done or do you have any more to add? Um, I think I'm done for now. Well we're gonna ask some more questions, so we it'll continue. But yeah, Evan David are let's uh let's chime in a little. Um very interesting so far. You know, some nice back and forths. I brought up some good points, and I brought up a couple good points. Uh, overall, I think this has been pretty good. But I do I do have a couple questions. I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely going to ask a question or two. So, I have like two David, what do you think? It's been a pretty – because I've seen some points that Hood could capitalize on without a doubt. He's just not a master debater. Masturbator. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good. That's good. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of contingencies and within Mo's <coughs> whole plot that Hanuk could have capitalized on right there. And I feel like there's a lot that can be said that isn't being said right now. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like it's been pretty competitive. My, like my only pro- this isn't your guys' fault at all, but like 
I have a fixed mindset on who I think is MVP, so it's a little bogus, but I think it's been pretty good back and forth. LeBron but, comes in out of nowhere, and he's got a steel <laughs> chair. <laughs> Hell no. Um, you guys want to start asking questions? you want me to go first? You go first, then. I think this will be a fun one. You guys might take a while to answer this one. Who do you guys think gets further in the playoffs this season? Nuggets or Sixers? Both teams fully healthy. Got to be Philly. And no, teams are I, What were you saying, Nuck? Go ahead. Both teams losing second round. Both teams losing second round. So you're saying the same thing. So don't say okay. no. Never games. mind then. I guess there's no debate. <laughs> well, what I, I'm going to say is they're definitely making it over, you know, further than the Nuggets. <coughs> Two reasons. One, obviously, I'm not even going to deny this. The East is definitely easier than the West. Not going to deny that. And two, obviously, I think this Philly team is built so much better than that Nuggets team. And everyone's been performing on this Philly team. Everybody. Okay. And Hanuk, uh, who do you think would win in a seven-game series between the two? The Nuggets and, the, and Philly? Yeah. The Nuggets. the Nuggets would win six or seven. Ooh. That'd be a good-ass series. That's wild. That's wild. I mean, y'all could debate that, but Evan and Dave, why don't y'all ask your questions first? Dave, you want to go first? No. Oh, nice. All right, this question <laughs> This question is, is more so pointed towards Hanuk because my question involves team records. Hanuk, in your eyes, how important is the team record when it comes to MVP? Because technically, uh, Embiid is on the best team in the East, and technically, Jokic is seventh in the West. How important is these teams' records coming? Or I don't know how to speak, but how important are the team records in the, this MVP? I combat? see. Team records are extremely important. I do think they're important, but looking at their records themselves, the Nuggets are 17 and 14, and uh, in the 76ers are 21 and 11. If there were, like, a huge difference in games, then I'd have more of a problem, but these teams are really, like, three or four wins apart. It's just the seeding. If they were on a different – such conferences, they'd be in a way different conversation. I do want to bring this one thing up. I know Ed asked you that question about that seven-game series or who would win between Philly and Nuggets, and you said Nuggets in six or seven, which doesn't make sense to me because the only game they've played this season, Nuggets did win 115-103, to 103, but guess what? They didn't have Embiid. They didn't have half their roster. They started Tyrese Maxey, who dropped 42 on your guys, on Jokic, by the way. Okay, so. that's not fair. They had their next best offensive weapon was a janitor. That's what I'm saying. We only lost by 13. We don't have our MVP, and Tobias Harris has been playing at the all-star level. So ain't no way in six, seven games. They don't really play people. Philly and five. Philly and five or six. Okay. Good series. I would love to watch that. Hey, run this him up in 2K after this. Got any questions for any of us, Dave? Yeah, my question kind of stems off of what you said because you said Embiid doesn't need to do all the extras that Jokic is doing right now, mm-hmm. which brings up a question in my mind as to really is Embiid, in a sense, playing in a positional role where he's part of a system or is he needing to carry a load in a sense like Jokic is where he's carrying the whole offensive load as a playmaker where Embiid is, in a sense, playing as a post player to facilitate a team system. I mean, How does I, that I, dynamic compare between the two? I agree with what you're saying here. Obviously, we could say, you know, Jokic is more of the offensive load being the primary ball handler. 
But you got to look at it this way too. Philly has multiple ball handlers in their team. They have Ben Simmons, who's very ball heavy. Tobias Harris, who gets in the ball a good amount. And and B is more than a post scorer. Like I said, he's shooting 41% from the three. And he's taking three yeah. a game, which yeah. is pretty good for a big man. I'm just saying, like, his, his dominant game plan is... Like, oh, 100%. Not like, not like his. He dominates in the post. Of course, we all know that. And he's going to do what he's best at, man. And, like, you did bring up that, you know, Jokic does get more assists. <laughs> and that's kind of between the system and Phil he doesn't need MB to pass the ball, you know? It wouldn't make sense. Who is he going to pass the ball to? Ben Simmons for three? No, it doesn't make sense. Like, so... Do you think here? I guess my question is kind of it encapsulates what it just what I'm rambling about is mm-hmm. what makes more sense being a player playing to the best of their strengths or the complete player who facets lie throughout their entire game? Okay, two things. One thing I don't think Jokic is the complete player. Definitely nowhere as close to the defensive end as Embiid or even a good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even call him a good defending big man in general. He's average, average at best. Average. He's average at best. He's averaging one point. He's averaging more steals than Embiid, and he's averaging like almost a block a game. He's right, definitely a, definitely so, an above average really defender. Why did Draymond Green win a Defensive Player of the Year? He doesn't put those numbers up. It's the impact you have on that team, and that's my point for MVP. The impact matters, and this answers your question too, Dave. The complete player doesn't matter. You could be. Like Michael Carter-Williams, his rookie year, he put up big numbers, big numbers, but he was on a trash team. And looks like he won rookie of the year that year. Garbage without him. He won rookie of the year that year. So yeah, That's what I'm saying, but look at him now. Because yeah, he's ass. That's what I'm saying. I think Jokic is putting kind of empty stats. Like Hanuk yeah, but... said it himself, without Ooh. Jokic, the Nuggets are a lottery team. You said it yourself. This came out of your mouth, Hanuk. Yeah. The thing is, your I argument just... just fell on itself. You just said that the complete player doesn't win the award, but the complete player won the award that year. That's rookie that, of the year, though. That, that's completely different. You can't compare rookie of the year and MVP. Okay, come. We'll go through all the MVPs and tell me how many of them won just because they fit in the system and not just because they were the, not the complete player. LeBron? Did he have a three-pointer back Le- in Miami? Did he have one back in Cleveland? LeBron's the complete player. This is not a, this is not a discussion. At that time, he wasn't a three-point shooter. He wasn't a, um, he wasn't a threat like he is now. Okay, I still didn't. Stephen Curry, did he have the defense? He was still he, a, a mid, uh, he was an average defender. He okay, was an well, average defender at best. Football. Did he have a three-point shot? And he went back-to-back. Is he the complete yeah. player? No, people trash him for his uh, three-pointer. Steph gets trashed for his defense. LeBron should get trashed for his three-pointer. He can make threes now. Like I'm saying, the complete player doesn't matter. The most valuable player is you're the most valuable to your team, and your team's doing good. Okay, put Embiid on any other team, and is he is or is he performing like that? No. Put Jokic in any other team, and he's guaranteeing he's playing up those same amount of stats, and his team's going to be pushing for a top five seed in any conference. Top five seed? Yeah, but Embiid's the one seed, so. And he's pushing. Embiid's the one seed because he's in a system that works for him. Put him in any uh, other team. Uh, let me ask a question. Um, I think there's two big differences between these two players. What do you guys value more? And uh, Embiid's defense or Jokic's playmaking? What's more valuable? Playmaking. Playmaking, that's very interesting. I mean, <clears throat> said a very, very popular quote, defense wins championships. And if you don't have defense from your center, who's clamping up? Okay. 
You're forgetting that Embiid's a mid defender. I mean, not Embiid. Um, Jokic is a mid defender. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm about to have a I'm heart sorry. attack. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. All right. That's like saying, like, if if you have a mid defender that's one of the greatest playmakers in the league and for a big one Average. of the greatest playmakers in history for for a big, are you going to take that over someone that's just a defender? Like, just a defender zero playmaking. It's not zero playmaking. I can be better playmakers than Embiid. And I'm going to say this one thing. You did mention that if Jokic was on any other team, he'd put up those insane stats. But you want to compare the guards that Jokic has to, like, any other team. A point guard, a natural point guard or a guard in general is one to pass the ball and be the playmaker for the team. Jamal Murray is not a playmaker. He's a score first guard. That's why he works with Jokic really well, because Jokic can be the facilitator. If – Jokic player played with a uh, player like Russell Westbrook, perhaps you know who gets about ten assists a game, or like another point guard like Curry who gets about seven, like John Morant. Any of these players who you know put up point guard like numbers. Jamal Murray isn't your typical point guard. He's a score first guard. He's a multiple. He's a very typical point guard. He's just not pass first guard. There is many. Exactly, that's my point. That's why Jokic has that many assists. If he had a pass first point guard, he probably dropped down to like maybe five assists. Maybe so, similar to Embiid. Embiid's getting three. I think he'd get like five more. Two assists is not the big difference maker over like defense <clears throat> in a deep way conversation. Philly being one of the best defensive teams in the league regardless. I mean, come on. All right, boys. How about – all right, Dave and Evan, do you guys have anything else to say? I don't have a set question, no. David? Um, all right, how about – we've been going for a minute. It's been very competitive. How about y'all make – Let's give you each like two minutes to make your closing statements. Does that sound fair? Sure. Go ahead, Hank. You first. Um, I guys want to close this out saying that Nikola is the almost just as good as a scorer as Embiid was with a better three pointer. He's also just as good as a rebounder as Embiid stats show, and he's also a way better facilitator than Embiid. He's also a better scorer than Embiid. He's about he's going to be one of the only centers. He's three. Field goal, like free throw percentages away from being in the 50, 40, 90 club as a center, which will almost never, this never been done in history before. So if he, if he ups his free, he's the highest PER in the league. Also that. Embiid is like third, I'm pretty sure when it comes to PER. So Nikola is also the most used player in the league. He's a very, he's one of the top, he's one very efficient player as compared to Embiid. It's basically when I close this out saying like, the Nuggets would not be as good as a team without Nikola, and he would be Nikola fits the role for the MVP. All right, my closing statements. I've kind of said what I need to say, so I'm just gonna kind of like, Hanuk, your your closing statements didn't make sense to me. First thing you said is, you know, Nikola Jokic is first and PER. Sure, he is, and beat second and by like one, so not a big difference. And you said Jokic is gonna be 50, 40, 90. Guess what? Literally, Embiid is 2% off free throw percentage to be in that conversation as well. It's not a big difference. Points, guess what? You said Jokic is a better scorer. Nope, Embiid's averaging more points. And then one thing you did say is Jokic is a more used player, has a higher usage rate. Doesn't that mean he gets more shots or the ball in his hands more? So, And Embiid's putting up more points and more rebounds and better defensive stats with the ball less in his hands. And you said the Nuggets wouldn't be as good without him, right? And they're not that good regardless. They're seventh in the West, so how much worse can they get? And that's, that's all I got to say. 
All right, boys. Uh, good debate, man. That was pretty competitive, I'll say. I don't know how long it was. Uh, that was a while. That was a while. <laughs> that, was that was like, like, that was like 20 minutes or so. That's like 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, rambling on a mountain, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, maybe like like I said, it went well. Maybe next time we'll be a little more organized. We'll have like time segments. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, but but anyways, that was that was good. If you guys want, want to pick a winner, I don't really care. It's up to you guys. If you want to pick one, Dave and Evan, it's up That's to you guys. You decide, man. Who's the winner here? I do have a winner. You don't have a winner. Do. I do have a winner. Ooh, let's hear it, Evan. All right. So I want to say overall, it was a good debate. There were some good points on both sides. And this is how this is how I'm gonna base it. <clears throat> I think Jokic is a better player, but Mo won this debate. That's how I'm gonna say it. I'll say pretty much just I mean, I think both of you started out really strong, but Nook a little towards the end, Mo caught you with a couple of the stats, like they're they're like their stats are really close. And plus, like I said, I already have fixed mindset and beats my MVP. I'm sorry. Dave, you got something to say? You on Hanuk's side or my side? Tough. Hanuk's side or the winning side? Some of some of Hanuk's points were really solid. Like, because I do really think if Jokic gets put in a different team, he can put up some crazy numbers like that. Then I feel like Embiid, although I feel like his just production line is just going to level out, and I feel like Jokic is just all around the more complete player. <laughs> It's just that Hanuk sometimes didn't know how to properly formulate a sentence. Yeah. You kind of crapped all over him with those final stats. So it's really, it's really tough. It's really, I feel like it's a lot closer than expected. I, I, I can't choose a winner. I don't know. I mean, I it, it was already going to. At least he didn't get swept, Hanuk. At least he didn't get swept. It's okay. I'll calm down, bro. So throughout our shows, hopefully we'll do some more debates. We'll have different people involved. Our next debate, we're, we're trying to decide right now. We're kind of stuck. If you have any suggestions, let us know. Uh, what do we got left for the show, boys? Just pick them, right? Just know that whenever I'm, me and Ed debate, it's me and Mo going to be me stomping all over him. Like me and Mo always I, I'm here too. I'm here too. I, I want to have a debate with Evan. I think me and I, Evan can make some really, really solid points against each other. But we got to find something. Uh, I would like to debate someone at some point. I, I find love to debate you, Evan. Love to debate you. I find something I'm passionate on. I feel like it's over with. But I like, like I said, we need topics. Yeah, me and Mo argue this point so often that it's insane. Oh, yeah, just for reference, you guys, we talk about this all the time. Like, we all know Hanooks is a Sixers hater here. You guys know this. That's not even. Have you ever Simmons, like, half his body part down his throat? Okay. That was just a great player. That's all I can say. You know, if you guys say I ride Simmons, quote unquote, this is a great player. He made the All Star team for a reason. Even though I think you kind of ride it like a question, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, David jokingly rides MPJ. You genuinely ride that. He doesn't jokingly. And you write it up. You write it, LeBron, the other day. I wouldn't say Joker. Even you're just exactly. you're a certified LeBron hater. <laughs> I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm just saying you are a certified LeBron hater. You, you right. can give me any topic on any uh, side, <laughs> any side on any topic, and I'll beat David. That's all I'm saying. Like it could be yeah, most yeah, random. Yeah, that I don't even be right here. Uh, David, uh, who's, the, who's the better player, LeBron and Ed? You got Christian Felicio. Go. Oh, easy. I mean, 
how like LeBron's like what? How many? What's his re- test record in the last seven games? And look at the Bulls; they're on the come up. That's all I really got to say. I win. I GGS. It's over. Yep, it's over. David, don't even. All talk. right, let's get back. Let's get back. All I'm saying is, you have to say which shoe looks better on Quinn Snyder, left or right. I'm gonna win. <laughs> Quinn Snyder looks like a super villain, bro. All right. He looks like the Joker, pre-Joker. All right. <laughs> Uh, Mo, you want to talk about the pickums? Right, I got to get into our pickums now. So, let's update you guys on what's been going on. The one time. Uh, a lot of games that's been played. So, our first game was the Clippers <coughs> versus the Jazz. And four of us did pick Utah, which did end up winning. Hanuk, sorry. The Clips did lose. And, oh, and then the next game was Bulls versus the Kings. And, again, everyone had the Bulls besides Hanuk. Sorry again, Hanuk. <laughs> And then the next game, shout out Hanuk, actually. Nets is uh, Everyone else had the Nets besides David. He did pick the Clips. Sorry, Dave. My bad. I'm sorry. This game, good, good stuff, Hanuk. Blazers versus Suns. Everyone had the Blazers besides Hanuk, so nice. Oh, I'm sorry. David had also the Suns. David I was about also to say, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, no, David, David had the Suns. David had the Suns. And then the next game was Atlanta versus Cleveland. I should have went with Cleveland. I always think how close this game's going to be. And then. Okay, you got to, you got to. I know I reacted instantly saying Atlanta was going to win. You have to, you have to give me some leeway here. The Cavs were on a nine-game losing streak at the time. Thirteen. No, but like when we made the picks. Oh, yeah. When we made the picks. But yeah, Atlanta yeah. did win that game. Yeah. Our next game. No, was... Cleveland won. Cleveland, I'm sorry, Cleveland won. Yeah, Shout, out Lamar. Shout out tripping. Lamar Stevens, bro. I'm sorry, I'm tripping. So young. And our next game was Lakers versus the Jazz. Everyone did have Utah besides me. At the Lakers, the Lakers did end up losing. Yes. Uh, that brings us to our records. So currently in last place is me. I'm at 14 and 10. David and Evan are tied at 15 and 9. And uh, Evan and no, Ed and Hanuk are tied at 16 and 8. Wow. We are yeah. all so close. Jesus. Wow. This is a close my, one. My this is a very close so one. Close. This is going to come down right to the wire. We're six days away. Six days away, man, from the end of the month. Oh, my God. Okay, that's a shorter Ooh, month. Really? I thought we were three. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, three more days. I forgot. <laughs> February. Forgot to go till the 28th. So, we have a few more days left, boys. So, this is going to come down right to the wire. Oh, also, if I pull this choke, I'm just never going to play pickups. I need to win. I need to win. If I, I need to win all three, and I so, need to lose all So, how many more pickups for the month do we have? Oh, you said three? Three, three more. Right? We go till the 28th, man. Well, today's going to be the 25th. So, three more Let's games. hear them. Three games. So, a first game, Knicks versus the Kings. Kings. I'm going to go – I'm thinking, uh, are there any big injuries that we're aware of? Uh, not really. I mean, Bagley's back. Holmes is back. Fox is going to be playing. Randall's playing. I'm pretty sure everyone on the team is healthy. Give me Sacramento. Kings. Who's at home? I'm not entirely sure, but I'm going with Knicks, just so you know. I was, I was also leaning towards the Knicks. That's two and oh. two. What do you got, Dave? Put me on the spot, huh? Um, my intuition's telling me the Knicks. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Knicks with you. Me and Hank on the Sacramento train. Yeah. We're first place for a reason. Ed's technically in first place because he has that one game cushion, which I didn't count yet, so you guys know. 
Don't forget about that, guys. Ed will have a one-game cushion because they did it. So Ed is, auto- Ed is automatically like, safe for the rest of the month. Yeah, Ed is automatically safe. So Ed, you know, have to worry. all these three wrong and you get one, two right. No, he can't. Actually, not, that's true. No, if he tied, I get some wrong. Okay. If he's how what's his record? Actually, we'll figure that out. He's tied with yeah, you. Let's just let's just so, make yeah, this. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah, well, yeah. Y- y'all will find that. Thing. <laughs> and our next game is going to be Lakers versus the Blazers. Two of which are missing. Two of their co-stars, McCollum oh, yeah. and AD with Dame Lillard or with Bob. LeBron. Sorry, that's a good one, bro. Especially like you said. I'm taking Lakers. I said that's a good one. Oh yeah. No one's gonna stop. If, if Kanner can barely stop um, Embiid, it's not stopping LeBron. Yeah, but Kanner's not gonna be guarding LeBron. I know. Yeah, they're taking Lakers and Oak. What did you say? God damn it. <laughs> I was trying to get some Embiid slander. Sorry. Um, uh, I'm going Lakers. I'm gonna have to go Lakers. The blonde. LeBron, the greatest player of all time. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go LA. Yeah, I'll take the Lakers. I'm the only one with the Blazers. This could really, really hurt me right here. Really, really hurt me. It could help. If you get, this, you get this wrong, gotta make the moves, right? Yeah, if I get, yeah, pretty much. Because I'm only, I'm only one game behind. So I mean, anything could happen. But still, I mean, I guess the guys will find out at the next episode. And our very last game at the end of the month is the Pelicans versus the Spurs. Another good game, in my opinion. Oh. Pelicans. Yeah, I'm going to go Pelicans. Is there not any games on the 28th? Yeah, they're pretty trash. I'm, I'm going, going to the Pelicans. I'm going with the Pels. Who's the team? Spurs will be fully healthy. So you guys still going Pels? Who's yeah. the team? Warriors, Pelicans? No, Pelicans, no, Spurs. Oh, Pelicans, Spurs. Oh, it's Pelicans. You're going Spurs, Anuk? Yeah. I'm sticking Pels, too. It'll be a good one, boys. Oh, God, man. Who's the last one? Gotta go to Pelly's. That is the last one. Just to get started on the month of March, I just have one more game. The Clippers versus the Bucks. Uh, Clippers. I'm going to go go Clippers. I'm going to go Bucks. All injuries aside, Clippers. I'm going Bucks. Dave? Yeah, I said Clips. Nope. uh, I'm going to say Bucks. I'm going to say Bucks. Yeah. All right, so now we will update you guys on our next on the records. And uh, if you guys have any ideas for some punishments and some forfeits, let us know. We still haven't thought of one yet. I mean, anyone could lose here, so think of some good ones, guys. Think of some good ones. We're gonna make another one of those IRL bits for a punishment, right, guys? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, right. Take us home, Dave. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they and them, we'd like to thank you for once again tuning in to our broadcast, our podcast, and be sure to continue to follow us on the three major platforms. We're on Spotify, geez, I can't speak, Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. Thank you guys for showing all the love and support. We're going to continue bringing content throughout the next few weeks and so on. Do you, everybody, have a good one. Thanks for listening, y'all.